Hey folks, it's your boy OG Bernie. Welcome to the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Crazy news has been going on right now in the NBA. And now I'm going to pretty much break it down in my terms on what the fuck is happening right now. Because everything everything has just been going haywire right now in the whole free agency right now. News on Paul George, news on the Marcus Cousins, news on Lance Stevenson, even JaVale McGee. And the biggest of them all right now, maybe the biggest of all free agents, maybe ever, LeBron James, decision part three. Um, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get, let's just get down to the shit. This is Leopard Rent Podcast. You can find me, you can subscribe right now on Anchors FM, or you can get me at the Google Podcast or iTunes Podcast or whatever podcast is available. Do whatever you may choose to do that. Let's get started. Can I talk my shit? Burn. The biggest of them all right now, decision part three. LeBron made the decision right now. It wasn't on no telecast like he did the first time. It wasn't like on a written memo that he did when he came back to Cleveland. He took a plane, first class to LA. Magic Johnson wine and dine him, and that's it. Magic Johnson got the biggest of them all. And it probably made sense right now. The biggest NBA player in the world by far maybe the best franchise in the world right now when it comes to just the success they had with players coming over there and success with the championship rings, you would say, okay, ta-da. It, it, it is a match made in heaven right now. Do I really care? No, because you would still have to put pieces around LeBron regardless. And the thing about it is this roster is better than the Cavaliers roster already. You got none but solid young guys right now, all between the ages of 20s to 22. They can build off that, and um, you know that's. I won't get too in depth with the situation right now. I think on another episode I'll go full detail on LeBron's situation right now. I just, I'm just gonna report right now. LeBron is now a Laker. Now, what does this mean for the whole? Western Conference it means that it means that the Western Conference is just more stacked that's it that's all that's pretty much what it means right now everybody's just going to everybody's going to all these super teams in the West leaving the East to like you know nothing you know right now the best player in the East right now is Kyrie Irving at this point unless you consider John Wall you know an elite player still um I'm not sure what else can I say about this situation. I want I would like to at least be more in depth with the whole LeBron thing on a, another episode where I can just really go off on a rant on his you know stature. But um, nonetheless, like I said, I don't, I'm not really mad with the decision. I'm still hoping for somebody to really come to the Knicks and shit. At least give Knicks a chance to, you know. But, you know, Knicks got a long way to go right now. We still don't got no type of cap space for at least until next year. So, but, so like I said, Garrett and LeBron, I think, you know, it, I think it's a dicey situation. I think, especially when LeBron signed that max deal, he knows that now he's committed. He's not like he can get mad if this team don't make it to playoffs this year or championship. So, I think if, if LeBron knows that very well, then I think 
if this was the right decision. And um, like I said, I'll talk more about this LeBron in another episode, uh, full in depth, maybe half an hour in depth on everything from him and Cleveland, what's gonna happen. But I'm just gonna let it be, leave it out there right now. LeBron is right now. He in Cleveland. He homies in Cleveland. I mean, sorry, he's in LA. So time to accept it. when you think that the Cavaliers might, you know, not Cavaliers, the Lakers you know, might have a chance to build something it just got swept away ASAP now, I'll make this a, I'll make this quick Rajon Rondo Javel McGee and Lance Stevenson all signed one year deals to come to the Lakers so shit the potentials the potentials, woo, that, that, some good ass potentials right now that the Lakers got in hands right now. You got yourself a point, a championship pedigree point guard who is a, a point guard first player. He's, he's going to make his passes. He's going to play solid defense. He's going to get other people around him better, which is also a bad loss for the Pelicans because the Pelicans with Morando, it was, they were, they, they were able to run up and down the court ease but nonetheless still a loss gain for the Lakers like you said listen that's the it's the LeBron it's the pretty much the LeBron game effects you know wherever he goes he wants shooters and people that can play around him you know he never played with Ronald before now he's gonna get the chance to to see you know how you know Ronald's not gonna be scoring so you ain't gotta really worry about his offensive threat you just gotta worry about his attitude pretty much but this is a pickup. If they got Javel McGee in his two rings right now, from he got the Warriors. You got him as a rim protector, which the Lakers need over upgrade over Brook Lopez and all these other bum ass centers they had the last couple years. This upgraded got himself. You know, McGee's not a McGee's a backup. McGee's definitely a backup player. He gets started minutes, and he can, you know, he's somebody like I said, he can definitely block, get you get you maybe six six to ten points. You know seven rebounds he can get through that for you and then you got Lance Stevenson who we all said that was LeBron James nemesis but regardless of the fact LeBron always beat him so what do you do start fresh go to go to go, go to a go to a situation where you feel like you can win now and that's where Lance is at right now how would this work out between him and LeBron well they ain't gotta be going against each other no more so this is gonna We'll see how this pans out and overall. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, this is, this is, this is, this is crazy. It's crazy. It's definitely crazy right now. The pieces that's already coming in, always coming in from LeBron right now. And we'll see, well, like I said, they still, Lakers still ain't give. they still waiting for Kawhi. I think the I think the thing I think what they're doing right now is just they're reshaping that Lakers team really to see if they can trade the main the guys the young guys they got right now away for all you know all these other pieces and it's probably a good thing you got all these other guys signed to one year deals just in case you get more Kawhi Lennon.
now Paul George, you know, everybody was thinking that he was gonna, you know, go with LA, but he was more comfortable in staying with OKC for a few reasons. One, I think, you know, the pressure would have been higher on him to contribute under LeBron James. And two, I think he wouldn't be able to get the minutes or the production in LA as opposed to OKC. OKC, you listen, you're automatically the guy. Maybe not the man, because that's Westbrook. Westbrook's, Westbrook's team for the foreseeable future until Westbrook leaves or something like that. But with with that being said, with, in the case of, you know, Paul George, sorry, sorry. In the case of him, and, the, and that you at least know that you're gonna get your, what, 22 points a game. Um, two steals, because he's a great defensive player. You're gonna get your rebounds, you're gonna be able, listen, he's gonna contribute in more ways than one. And none, and also the Lakers, you know, they got a lot of young players, you know, as long as they keep them. They got, they got a lot of young players to go around. And even if they didn't keep them, they were with Kawhi. That would be a power struggle because now you got LeBron and Kawhi and then Paul George. And, and, and ever since LeBron was with the Heats and then back to the Cavaliers, it's always been a power struggle where everybody had to give up something to make LeBron happy. Paul George ain't trying to do that shit. He ain't trying to make one person happy for that shit. Hell no. And two, a lot of money. A lot of money. But five years, a five-year, I think it's a five-year deal, maybe a four-year plus one. I'm pretty sure Paul George is looking at it like, hmm. You know, my original intention was to go back home to L.A. and be the face of the franchise. But... I think even in that case, I think Paul George even took it for what it is right now. Looked at it like, you know, I would like to go home at the same time. I like this money, and I do like I do I I do I do fuck with Westbrook. I think Westbrook, you know, Westbrook is giving a lot of flack over his attitude and his aggression. But Westbrook is one of the top. He's top. He's definitely top ten NBA players out here right now. Super, and he's a superstar. He's a legit superstar. We got to give Westbrook that. He is a legit superstar, especially ever since Durant left. Westbrook has been on another planet right now. And I think he is, and for Westbrook, it's just going to get better for him. Especially entering his 10th year. Paul George entering his 7 or 8. I think Paul George got a lot to prove. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, He'll be able to display his talent in OKC more than LA because automatically he will Paul George will have to sacrifice something that you know he don't want to be doing. He don't want to sacrifice his production. He won't be able to take it in when needed. If Westbrook can't do it, then why not, you know, George? But um that's the only that's the only legit you know thing I can say about that. And as for LeBron, you know, everybody's got to rotate around LeBron. That's how, and, that, and I don't think Paul George is willing to do that. Paul George does not really sacrifice his style of play just to compliment LeBron's shit. I don't think so. At least, you know, when he was in OKC, Westbrook gave him that freedom to, you know, be a, 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 a better playmaker. 
I think Paul, personally, I think Paul George is a better playmaker than Westbrook. There's no knock on Westbrook. Don't let the assists fool you. Westbrook was able to get them assists because, you know, he got, he, he seen OP, he was there, he had a great vision. But better playmaker, I really feel like Paul George is a better playmaker. He makes better plays, he makes better decisions when either taking it to the hoop or, you know, passing it or whatever. Westbrook automatically, Westbrook forces fouls. He forces the issue, especially in the paint. And all you got to do, quick release, kick it out to somebody and they shoot it. So I can see how Westbrook is going to get, you know, his triple doubles automatically. He's take, he's going to take it to the hoop. Shaw is forced to foul. Or he's going he's to double, he's going he's gonna to force double teams so he can kick it out to the open man. And, you're, and his rebounds, first of all, he automatically, they say he gets the rebound first, then everybody else after. Westbrook has just been like that the last two years. He's a hungry man. He's a beast. That's it. Period. Nobody's stopping him. Um, what's I going to say? Yeah. It's a foregone conclusion that we got to call it for what it is right now. This and and does was this um did Paul George make a mistake? No, I don't. Personally, I don't think so. You don't know what could happen with the Lakers, and the fact that right now is that. Well, actually, even in Paul, you know, Paul George didn't make a mistake. I don't, you know, he didn't make a mistake not going to the Lakers because either way, right now, even if he went to the Lakers, the problem is still resists in the OKC. OKC still stacked. And I'll talk about that on the next segment after this on why they are stacked. And I'll tell you why. And um, Paul George, like I said, he wanted the money. He wanted to still be able to play his own style of game. That complements Westbrook and vice versa. And they have, they've so far got a great working relationship. Yeah. Sorry, my nose hurt me. Yeah. As long as you know, damn, yeah. As long as these two right now, you know, stay you know perfect together, I think OKC could get far. And I think right now, how the table is turning right now in the Western Conference, who to say they might get further? They might. I think they could get further right now. They just gotta figure out the situation with Carmelo, and then after that, maybe the all all system go. Stevenson went to LA. I was like, okay. This is not a team that can get past the Warriors, but they're making they're making they're making the right steps with what they got with the cap space to try to try to bring a winning culture. Rondo's a champion. Lance Stevenson has been a playoff bound, you know, especially in the paces for, you know, better part of his most of his life. JaVel McGee's won back to back championships with the Warriors. So they brought they brought some type of you know championship pedigree and a little bit of attitude you know to this to this ball club which they needed. They're a young team. All of them's gonna be definitely bench players, but you know they are they're, they're here to help motivate these young guys right now that could be future playmakers and future greatness around them. They you know Kuzma 
Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma could be a star on the rise. You know, mixed in with you know Randall Ingram right now, who who's who's pretty much as versatile as Kevin Durant when he was at his age. But you know, he just got put the work in, and then you got Lonzo Ball. The jury's out on him, but he was a guy who was almost flirting with a triple double last year. You know, I think he's got get he's got get his jump shots. He's got get. He's got to get his arch going. He's got. He's needed. He needs shooting. He needs to shoot more. He needs to be. A, you know, we're not going down from being a bad playmaker because he had over seven assists last year and seven over seven rebounds. He's a solid defender. We're knocking him because of all the hype that came around him and his dad. And then you got also um, Julius Randle, who was a number two overall. Also, you know the jury is out on him right now. Can he even can he even stay healthy? So you got those four. You mix in with those other, you know, three, and then you got LeBron. You pretty much got a whole, a whole roster right there, pretty much. But the reason I'm talking about this right now is as soon as the Lakers look like they're about to try to contend and try to fight their way in this division, look, we're talking about this division. I'm not gonna talk about the conference, just the division. Warriors sign DeMarcus Cousin, one year, five million dollars deal, and truth be told, I'm not mad at the Warriors. In fact, I applaud them. I applaud them. They're very smart. They know. They know the risk of Demarcus Cousin and his attitude, but they know that what when he's not hurt and when he don't, you know, give you a, a attitude and shit. This man can score. This man can rebound. This man can block. Well, last year with the Warriors, what was hurting them? Their rim protection. They was they ain't have nobody that can really dominate in the post. And for the longest for as long as Steve Kerr has been a head coach, that's been the Achilles Hill rim protection. Somebody from the post that can dominate in the post against people. Not allowing rebounds after offensive rebounds. They never they they now got somebody that can do that. And he's versatile. He can also hit a, he, can, he can hit three points also. You guys um and uh, listen, well, before the injury, Demarcus Cousins was the best center in all of basketball. Hands down, I don't think nobody was touching him. Not no call Anthony Downs. Not even Embiid. I don't think Embiid was touching him. Also, I think Demarcus Cousins was. He was so versatile. And I think once you just remove the whole attitude, he was good. So. They took Warriors took a big risk, but I think this is gonna pay off for them. Listen, I already thought I already said the Warriors still still front runners to win a championship, no matter where LeBron goes right now, east or west. But now getting Cousins, and right now that gives the Warriors time to develop him, and not just as um, I wouldn't say Demarcus Cousins was. I, I wouldn't say DeMarcus Cousin was an isolated player. He, like I said, he wasn't isolated. But I think right now you bring him to a team that's all about passing and sharing the ball. I think it'll be different for him. But I think nonetheless, as long as you can really make him into a playmaker, this could really, and I, I believe this can really propel DeMarcus Cousin's career a little bit further because now with Steve Kerr, you're installing you're installing a different side of Demarcus Cousins to be a playmaker now. Granted, he's, he was already he was already 
he was already set for life with him scoring, with him doing rebounds, with him being a post-up player. He could almost do it all as tall as he is. Now you make him more of a playmaker right now on a team that all they do is pass around the ball for open shots, high energy shots, high percentage shots. And or maybe they don't even do that. Maybe they just have him be him, you know, get them get them rebounds that we need, or offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, you know, make your make the best use of them 10 shots you're gonna get. Because that's what it's gonna be, it's only gonna be 10 shots. He's the fourth scorer. You know, you saw how you saw how Draymond Green was as a fourth scorer. He only averaged 10 points a game. So and I don't think this team isn't listen, this team just got this team got a whole lot better with it. another scorer on the team. You know, you can say this you can say whatever about this being a all-star team, whatever, but this team right now. How it was assembled right now, and on paper, this is the greatest team in NBA history. When you added Kevin Durant right now, this was historic. This is just even got more historic. And um, listen, I don't blame. Listen, you can't say you can't say the NBA was rigged or whatever. Nobody took a look at Kev, uh, this guy. They just all threw him out the woods like he was like Isaiah Thomas. After he hurt his, his his leg, nobody cares. It's clearly nobody cares about Isaiah Thomas because nobody signed him yet. Nobody cared. So, Warriors, you know what? Much love to y'all. Y'all get my respect. Y'all looked at it from a clear view mirror and said the bonuses and the upside that would come in with the Marcus Cousin come back. And I think when he comes back. It's over for everybody in the NBA. Now I don't think they're gonna break the record. I don't think so. But that definitely they're definitely gonna be another 61 team. And you know, I don't think nobody's gonna fuck with them this year. Now, next year, you know, Clay Thompson is a free agent. Depending if they can get a contract signed with him, who knows? But if they do, that all depends on what they how far they go. They go they can go as far as Clay Thompson goes. And we'll see. Speaking of people that's been hurt right now, how the hell Isaiah Thomas is not on the team by now? Granted, listen, I understand he ain't been the same since he had the injury two seasons ago when he was in Boston and then, you know, he got traded to Cleveland and we thought that he was healthy, but he, was, he wasn't healthy and he was just talking a lot of shit. Then went to LA, you know, yeah, it was just not the year for him, but how, you know, how in the hell he's not signed to a team right now? I think that he's gonna have a bounce back year. Hopefully, you know, it's one of these 29 teams or 30 goals. Not the Warriors, the Warriors are past. You know what, not even the Thunder's also, because they're past the, the point where they can't even sign nobody. So 28 teams. Hopefully it's one of these 28 teams go, you know what? Cavaliers don't want him back in And I don't think he's going back to LA, so. What's 26 teams? There you go, 26 teams. Better, better, better at that point because I don't think they might have just held out and have a certain team right now that got no cap space or don't got enough people in the roster. So, you know, 
I hope they do it, you know. I I think, you know, when he's healthy, he can do great things. And he's a, he's a tremendous talent. It's kind of sad that, you know, people are not playing. Of course, I'm not going to like he's saying it, that he would never maximize his level of expectation. What he did back in Boston, when he had a, you know, when he averaged 28 points a game, he top five I think, you know, he might not go back to them numbers. Besides the number of offense he was playing in Grand Eagles system, he did feel more than what he was in Cleveland and LA. So I do hope, you know, that they give this guy another look. He's a when healthy he can do he can do great things. Now this is a this is a toss-up is you know, just him being a starter or leaving him as a backup position. I don't know, and I I don't know. I don't think Isaiah Thomas right now is what's been going on. I don't think Isaiah Thomas is going to turn about that. But who, who's going to sign and then this man does be given a, a chance to show that he is still worth every penny and you know I don't think it's gonna get a max deal but you know I wouldn't complain if he gets like a three-year 50 million dollar deal and still some good money contract somewhere. I'm 28 years old. 
and I've only seen Yeah go to the NBA Finals twice. And not and ever since the 90s, Yeah not been doing much. So I've you know I've did my best to suck up my pain and frustration. And you know I didn't say nothing when yeah I got this whole Kevin Knox guy. Let me reach out on him. I guess he's a young guy yeah I can develop into a solid player. And who knows? Maybe he can be better than what we thought. But we're creating now meeting case. And I felt like yeah, I think chances are getting cousins. I think they're kinda at least said something at least to see what will happen. I understand yeah, I don't wanna yeah, I've been taking plays and always got hurt or but the monkey cousin was naive either. I'm pretty sure you know, give him a one year deal, he, he did something for you. Who to say he might not think you'll get all out? And then you have free cap space. Just get rid of cancer if you don't like him again. And whatever. But um, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm even talking right now because, you know, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Michael B. Thank you, Nerd. Bye-bye.